Hello and welcome to the third part of Just Roll with its playthrough of Our Pantheon Legends by D.W.O. Boyle. In the last episode, we watched the world grow, civilizations rise, and the people within it come to life. In this next part, we'll watch the consequences of free will as chaos takes hold and the civilians make their own decisions. Alright, your chaos card. The join-in. Choose a player. They choose an established society before moving on. That society and its nearest neighbor merge together. Who does this benefit the most? Who is against it? What does it help them both overcome? You know what? Since Corey and I seem to be the only ones with civilizations on the board. Hey, Kelsey. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> evil laugh. I've been building nature-y things. That's my job, right? Mine is an evil laugh. Okay. Uh, Just picturing Tarquinius bullying Briar here. <laughs> why? Why would you bully me? What did I ever do? I've just been making plants and birds over here. <laughs> that bog is yours. <laughs> okay, so what are my options here? Well, we have currently five civilization points. We have a fishing village. We have the Tarkin Nation. Uh, we have the two underaquatic, uh, aquatic cities, uh, and the university. Hmm. Which I assume has a village nearby, but the university is the important part. <laughs> I'm going between either the city and the university or the fishing village and one of the underwater places, but. That sounds more interesting to you. Uh... I feel like the city and the university is the more interesting one. Interesting. Especially because they're already kind of linked, even though there's a bunch of stuff in between them. Okay. I don't know, do I have to answer all the questions on this card? Yes. Yes. I hate this. <laughs> Who does this benefit the most? Hmm. Good question. <laughs> yep, I'm back to that one. I feel like for who was against it, maybe the university and the village that were near it were a bit more resistant to it initially. It doesn't have to be who is against it in that, like, the entire group of people. It could be, like, a sect of people, I think. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, hmm. Who does this benefit the most? Who's against it? What does it help them both overcome? I think maybe... I think it probably benefits the university in that it gives... 
kind of a boom to their population, I guess? Student body? More people attending, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe, for what does it help them both overcome... Helps them to kind of further refine the passage between the places, maybe. Um, share the work of uh, maintaining that path through the bogs. <laughs> yeah, make it upgraded from like a uh, like a trail to like a full blown like road. Mm-hmm. And who was against it? I think there are probably some people kind of in the area around the university that didn't want to be absorbed into this major city. So was it like a colonization thing? Or like, did the city come in and take over the university or what? I'm reminding myself what's all on our list here. Uh, I don't think it was really colonization exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess kind of the city taking over some of the area. I'm trying to think. Words are hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, this is a lot of me having to decide this stuff on my own. <laughs> yeah, so you get the reins. Decide whatever you want. Do whatever you think is fair. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what I think is fair. <laughs> well, I don't know what you think. I can't read your mind. <laughs> I can't even read my own mind. Yeah, right? It's just mm. noise up there. Wow, um... you don't even have to do what you think is fair. Just do what you think is weird. Or interesting. <laughs> or we'll screw over the most amount of people. You can create drama if you want to. I want to screw over the people. For the drama. <laughs> this isn't what Briar wants. This is what Chaos wants. Don't care. <laughs> um... Yeah, I feel like it was more of a case of just the city bringing in more developed resources and stuff into kind of an under, not underdeveloped, but like still very rural area and just everything kind of getting absorbed. Alright, so what is what is the name? Uh, yeah, we'll, go, we'll go with Alesta. E-L... E-S-T-A. As soon as I clicked it out of the window, I forgot how to spell. E-L-E-S-T-A? Yep. Okay. Alright. And, um... Alright. Alright. And, um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I want to draw on the map some more. (laughs) (laughs) But this time, this time, I'm going to put something on one of these floating islands. 
and uh, I'm gonna build. I'm gonna build a flying shipyard. Uh, then there's also a hideaway for for dragon pirates, dragon dragon folk pirates. Uh, <gasps> dragon pirates. Dragon folk pirates. They're ca- it's called Draco. Uh, D R A C K O. Uh, I'm gonna put it over in D two. So on that floating island, there is a city where dragon folk pirates live. Who rules the dragon folk pirates? <laughs> uh, the dragon folk pirates are ruled by an autonomous collective, wherein each pirate gets an equal say in the matter. There is a there is a rules keeper, um, who who manages the uh, the dragon pirate code. Uh, and all the rest of them have agreed to follow it for fear of mutually assured destruction. Interesting. But yes, that is how they are ruled with the the code of the dragon pirate of the dragon pirates. Uh, there is no there is no king or queen or emperor or president or prime minister, but there is a keeper of the code who they basically have all agreed to listen to. Fair enough. All right, Kelsey, your question. Where do they tend to go pirating? Um, I feel like I feel like as a rule of thumb, they stick to the skies, but if like if, if they want to, nobody can really stop them from just stooping down and, and stealing from like traveling merchants on the ground, they just kind of see it as low hanging fruit, and there's not much glory in that. Um, and there's even and, and and you know they'll 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 deal with the like ocean folk as well, but they do agree. They, they, there is this like unconscious knowledge that because they're in the skies and everybody else is kind of literally beneath them, uh, it, it's it's a bit of a one sided battle and kind of unfair. So they see more glory in stealing from other. Uh, Skyfaring folk. Okay. It's a bit hard to argue with a dragon who comes down and steals mm. your uh, wares when they're back up in the sky before you can even realize it. <laughs> Get back here with my. Oh, crap, you're gone. You're not even hearing me. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I guess that makes it my go. Well, then I guess I'm making a scene. Are you putting a Baba Yaga in my bog? (laughs) I am putting a Baba Yaga in your bog. (laughs) I recognize that structure. You're like that has that has three feet. It looks that really has chicken, chicken feet. Like. I know that building. <laughs> this is Baba Yaga. I think that a uh, we're gonna we're gonna actually play this because you know what we haven't played out of scene yet. Okay. Um, I think a uh, group of merchants has done the very foolish thing and wandered off of Turkinius's path into the bog. And oh, not they, my problem. Come, they come across a house 
in the middle of the bog and it is like it's surrounded by gnarled trees uh and there there seems to be a clear enough path to it uh but they are lost and this is the only structure around for miles what do they do i think uh would you two like to play the travelers sure um I can talk to myself if I need to, but I don't think that'll be as entertaining. I don't know. I'd love to see that. <laughs> I've um, talked to myself before. I mean, see, I do it all the time. That's I why I've developed 50 voices. I meant um, in-game, but yes. I also meant in-game. That's why I developed 50 voices. So that way players and people who are only hearing me can differentiate between which characters are talking to each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So yeah, what do you what do you merchants, foolish, uh, road leaving merchants do when you see this house in the middle of the bar? Uh, yeah, I have a question for you before we do this. Yeah, sure, go um, ahead. Is, is is the is the Nod Baba Yaga well known? I think there are like, rumors of a rumors? a witch okay. in the bog. Uh, it's it's more of like a folktale type thing. Uh, sometimes used to scare children, I'm sure. Uh, oh, like the rodents of unusual size. Yes, exactly. That can't possibly exist. Um, anyway, I have a name for uh, for our erstwhile witch. Uh, they are called Lovatar. And they haunt uh, the wilds between uh the university and the city. And it is said if you stray off of Tarquinius's path and encounter her, either you will have great fortune or you will never be seen again. So before we begin the scene, Kelsey, do you have a question? Do we have an origin for the switch? I do have one in mind, yes. Okay, what is it? Uh... Ooh, I hate when this that. Um... Eden created her to be, uh, basically in helper angel, um, in populating the world, or, or bestowing knowledge upon people, bestowing inspiration. Uh, and rather, I think, uh, Lovatar did their job for for some time uh but soon grew disheartened with how people either used the knowledge or uh didn't like were delivered inspiration unto them and then didn't have the motivation to follow it through <laughs> which is very real uh mm. and so lovatar was like you know what i'm done with this i don't want to deal with these people and they're not doing what they're supposed to do i don't want to deal with how they misuse the inspiration that i bring to them I'm gonna go sit in a bog. And I would also like to go sit in a bog. Yeah. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go be a bog witch for a while. See ya, peace out. And Eden was like, Well, you have free will, so I can't tell you not to, but I'm sad that you're leaving. And now Lovatar haunts the bog. Prior trying to not make a comment about how bogs are really nice places to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> 
because she's like, oh, we were friends, and I, I feel like to help people. I feel like that's when Tarkinus was just like drew the line and was like, don't touch them. <laughs> Leave them alone. They're just hanging out in the bog. <laughs> they don't. They're really powerful. They might fuck with you. Just, just leave them be. No, I didn't mean that's when Tarkinus just drew the line, like in yeah. the bog, and was like, Bogwitch, don't touch them. Like if they stay on that <laughs> path, leave them alone. Oh, okay, I understand. <laughs> and Lobatar's like, fine, fuck. If they don't, they don't come to my house. They don't fuck with me. I won't fuck with them. Just <laughs> make a deal. They step off the path. They're yours. On the path, they're mine. So, um, so some merchants travelers. decided to go off the path. Go off this mm-hmm. nice, beautiful path I constructed for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you can name your people as you will. Well, I'm going to name mine Nimrod. <laughs> oh, the Great Hunter. Yes, I see. The Great Hunter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I'm named Nimrod for stepping off the path. All right, Kelsey. Do you have a name for your person? Oh, gosh. My brain is just going to Little Red Riding Hood. <laughs> not, not as, an, as an inspiration for a name, not as a name itself. Scarlet? Scarlet works. Alright. So oh, what my, do you what do big after legs you... your house has. Hehehehe. <laughs> Yes, you, you see this this house squatting in the bog. Uh, it does vaguely look like underneath its structure there are chicken legs that it is hunched on. Uh, the There is firelight uh, as two torches uh, snapping with purple witch light are the only lights in the area. Inside it appears that there is a warm fire through the one window you can see. What do you do? Are you seeing what I'm seeing? A strange house in the middle of the bog? Yes. So either the bog fumes are causing a shared hallucination, or this isn't a hallucination. I s- yeah, yeah, something like that. The door opens in front of you, untouched by anything. Hello? There's no response. Let me go and take a closer look. And, uh... Is that same wise? Uh, what's the worst that could happen? Haven't you heard about what's supposed to live out here? You believe those children's stories? You don't? I mean, I stepped off the path, didn't I? Clearly I don't. Yes, but now we're actually looking at a house with legs that that seems a little alarming a strange architectural decision and it was probably a draft that blew the door open 
I'm going to go ahead and stick my head through the door and be like, hello, anybody home? Yes, you stick your head in through the, the door. Uh, and inside, it is a one-roomed little cottage. Uh, there is a fire cracking merrily in a hearth at the other side of the room. Uh, a small kitchen, you can see like a stove and, and a, a small place to create, you know, food, a table with two chairs, uh, and in a, a great, like, wing-backed chair by the fire, uh, a, a little old woman stooped over. Uh, there is something about her that makes her seem bigger than she is, but she's, she's no taller than five feet and sort of seems to have a bad back uh, wrapped up in the cloak. And she, she turns as you can I help you? Uh, we're some merchants. We're on our way. Um, we saw her and figured it could be a nice place to warm up and rest our legs, if you don't mind. I have room enough. Would you like tea? What kind do you have? Oh. Just a local brew. Yes, but is it like a green tea, a white tea, a black tea? It's a nice salon. It's got mm. hints of peach and... <laughs> I don't know anything about tea. But... <laughs> <laughs> See, it's just this kind old lady who's in here. Offers us tea. sure about that? Uh, dear miss, uh, is this tea or is this some wicked concoction that'll turn me into a frog of some sort? She laughs. Well, you'll have to drink it and find out, won't you? That's what I thought. <laughs> and I kind of, like, laugh at this naive, superstitious uh, traveling partner I have. And uh, I come in, and I, I, I sit down. I'm like, is there anything I can offer you to thank you for providing me with shelter in these times? What have you brought with you? Uh, oh, what did we bring with us? Um, hmm. uh, let's say... Gems on our way to trade them for books to go back to go back and forth. I think that's what we do. I think we just buy books, sell gems, sell books, buy gems. Oh, gems. I thought you meant jam. I could have much use for jam. But if you only uh, have sparkly rocks. Perhaps on the trip back we'll have gems. If you could bring an old woman some black currant jam, that would be of appreciated. Course. But as you have nothing I want, I would suffice a story from you. <clears throat> have you heard the story about the scorpion and the frog? Like, 
quit. I quit. I'm done. It's been a good run. Proxy. What's the line? Crocs are bitches. We don't negotiate with terror. Yes, yeah, that's the line. <laughs> I think that's what she says. Uh, she goes, "Oh yes, I know that one well." And the moral of the story is: frogs are bitches, and we don't negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> Thank you, Umbrella Academy. <laughs> but I meant your story, dear, both of yours. And she looks at you, Scarlet. Mm-hmm. Have you come inside at this point? I think Scarlet's been hovering at the doorway a little. Oh, come. Don't stand at the door. Come in, come in. You're going to the draft in. Okay. In or out. You're not a cat. She, she'll come in. Good. The door shuts behind you. Um, yeah, I think, I think Nimrod tells their story. Um, I think they were raised by hunters, but um, they they decided to go off on their own and um, and and start up a, a merchant company. Um, but you can't just start one up, so they're they're interning for now. Mm-hmm. Interning, you're an intern yeah. merchant. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Uh, and when she then she turns to you, Scarlet. And yours, dear? Let's, let's expand a little bit on my little red riding hood thing. Um, yeah, I think Scarlet lives in... Not quite in like the major parts of the city, but kind of on the edge of it. Mm-hmm. Um, probably for a family that one of her parents does is like a baker or something and she has generally been tasked with delivering stuff between the two parts of this society mm-hmm. um that's generally her job um has been working with this one <laughs> now a little bit and yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, the old woman listens to your stories uh, and thanks you kindly for them. Uh, she says you can spend the night if you would wish, but you must be off before dawn. Of course. Do any of you make any faux pas or do you out- overstay your welcome? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um hmm. no i don't think nimrod makes any okay then Except yeah they, uh, they probably don't wash their mug i don't know if that counts <laughs> uh i think by the rules of hospitality that it, it that's fine it is her home, oh, okay. and so it is her her responsibility to clean the dishes oh shit we didn't we didn't break any bread or salt shit 
We only had tea. You did only have tea. This is true. Uh, oh, no, but I think when you exit the house, uh, dawn, like before dawn the next morning, you find yourself much closer to the city, to the university than you thought you were going to be. And See, the path is right there. But the question is, Nimrod, do you bring jam on your way back? If I can find it. If you can find jam or if you can find the house again. If I, uh, both. Oh, make us freaking jam if we need to. I'm not asking <laughs> that. Uh, then Scarlet's yes. like, Nimrod is like, shit, I actually can't find a jam place. Scarlet's just like, well, they're not leaving here until I make it then. <laughs> yeah, no, not taking that chance. <laughs> Scarlet is wise. For when you, you bring the jam back, the house is where you remember it. Uh, the, the old woman is very thankful. And when you get back to your, your cart, uh, there is a, a, uh, fit, uh, basically a fixture of gold, the same size as the, uh, the jam that you just left behind and the house is gone. As it is in the stories, if you, you treat the, the witch of the bogs kindly, and do not break the bonds of hospitality. She will bless you. If you are a jerk and you're mean to her, you end up bog food. I think that Nimrod is still like, see, and you were worried. I told you it was just a child story. I'm not even going to argue with you. I'm just going to be glad we're not bog food. Let's go. Very well. And, uh, yeah. And scene. And scene. Yeah. All right. I'm going to draw a little house in the bog now. <laughs> fuck you, I can. Yeah, yeah do it. I'm doing it. Go ahead. Uh, Kelsey, it's your turn. Okay. I think I am going to put something on the map. I'm going to swerve into Studio Ghibli territory. This is a very badly drawn castle, but... It's beautiful. How dare you malign yourself like this? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh Jay. my, are we getting a Nausicaa-style castle? Uh, I was going more Lapida, but... Oh. Uh, only, like, not ruined Lapida, but, like... Before it was... Yeah, like, very... Integrated civilization and nature in... What? Like, on this floating island... Very cool. Oh man, see, I was gonna do a Steve, but now I feel like my next one I have to draw on the map. Up to you. I just I was eyeing up the floating islands trying to figure out what I could do with them, and I was like, Lapida. You can you can just put Lapida on here. What is a Lapida? Explain. Explain Uh, yourselves. 
Laputa Castle in the Sky is a Studio Ghibli movie. Um, which, yeah, is kind of focused on, like, the lost royal family of this ruined civilization on the floating island. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll put a picture, or we can put a picture of it in the show notes. Yeah. Cool. And, like, the, the ruins of the city are very much you have, like, the castle, but it's been, like, and, like, the robots and stuff, but it's been taken back over by nature. So I'm kind of taking that idea of the, uh, like, integration of the civilization and the nature, but without it being ruins, with there still actually being a civilization there. I just, I love the visual design of that movie. It's so good. Like, you know what? This is a, this is a, a Miyazaki stand podcast now. <laughs> it wasn't already? No, like, that's all we're talking about now. Just how great the Miyazaki movies are. <laughs> anyway, yep. Y'all have questions? How do they get along? With Draco. Hmm. Like, what's the relationship between Nod Laputa and Draco? Oh yeah, I should probably give it a name. <laughs> yes. That names are helpful. Mm-hmm. They are by which we refer to things. <laughs> yeah. Um Atupal. What? Atupal. <laughs> Laputa backwards. You can't prove anything. <laughs> okay, Zatanna. <laughs> <laughs> um. <clears throat> I don't think they, like there's some sort of like mutually beneficial relationship between them in terms of uh, supplying things to each other, maybe. Like a like a non aggression pact. Yeah. Where it's like, listen, if you don't destroy us and just loot us nonstop, we will just trade you stuff at a discount. Yeah, sure, something like that. <laughs> okay. Uh what kind of, of people are these people? Are they humanoid? Are they bird people? I think they're humanoid. Yeah, humanoid. Uh, let me think. What would be a good description here that isn't just making sky elves? You're stopping me from making sky elves. It's not me. I mean, true. I could just make sky elves. <laughs> <clears throat> like, what if wood elves, but in the sky? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, honestly, would probably fit the vibe. <laughs> it definitely would. So, yeah, they're, they're probably, like, elf- elvish-like humanoids. Okay. Cool, cool. 
And I will add a name to the notes here as soon as I pick one. <laughs> Sounds good. Alright, it's my turn to pick a chaos card. Yep. Twenty-seven. That's not one we've had yet. Yep. <clears throat> That's what I was checking for. Alright. The Lost. Choose a player. They choose an established group before moving on. Someone goes missing related to that group. Who were they? Where did they go missing? How did they go missing? Are they ever found or returned? How are the deities involved? What effect does it have on the group? Oh, jeez. Well, since I can't do it, because it says choose a player, Peter. It doesn't say step. choose another player. Doesn't it? Okay, fine, then I'm going to do it. Um... Oh my gosh. Do I want to do this? Do I just want to rip the... Yes. Okay. Uh, I think uh, from the Nautilin realm, uh, a... Uh... Oh. Oh, I, I'm I'm great at this. Apparently, before moving on means before moving... The, before reading the rest of the card. Oh. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> oh, so then we all do it together? We all decide no, the stuff together? No, it's supposed to be you, but I'm supposed to... Um... No, this is just to allow the player you choose to make their own choice with less bias. Oh. Okay. Well, we'll do that going forward. Learn something yeah. new. Hmm. Okay. Well, I choose me, uh, and I'm choosing the Nautilin Realm, uh, which is the city, the underwater city that has a current treaty with uh, the city. And I think their sovereign's uh, youngest daughter has gone missing. I think I'm really get a good name for her. Saima, uh, S-A-I-M-A, uh, the youngest daughter of the the Nautilian, uh sovereign, uh, has gone missing. No one knows where she is, but they think uh, the courtiers uh, below the sea uh, swear they saw her in the sh heading towards the shallows of uh, around Bird Island before she was never seen again. Um, and they fear it was a an act of aggression by the people on the land. Uh, but I think she was just curious. And maybe she made some friends among the uh, the city. And was just spending some time with them and learning all about this weird culture uh, in a place that doesn't realize that, that she's a princess. Um, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this towards you guys. Do you think she's ever found or returned? Before uh, the Undersea Kingdom gets panicky and makes some bad decisions. Hmm. What if they get found by someone else? What do you mean? Like the other Undersea Kingdom finds them. Oh. 
Is this a hostile finding? Or it could be like they don't realize how severe it is. Okay. Interesting. Like a miscommunication, possibly. And she just gets swept up and brought back to their city? Yeah. I like it. I like it. Does she ever get found or returned? I want to say yes. Alright, how long does it take, do you think? Hmm. I feel like it probably takes a little bit. Not years, but... Mm -hmm. It probably does take some time to figure out where she ended up. How were the deities involved? Interesting. Hmm. Well, I know Eden definitely doesn't want a war between uh, between Elesta and uh, the Nalians. Uh, so she would do her best to get people to, to bring her back quickly, or at least inform mm-hmm. her parent of where she is. Mm-hmm. What have you do? I will not speak for your gods. Mm-hmm. I could see Tarquinius leading the pathway. Mm-hmm. If, if she asked for one. A pathway to bring her home? Sure. Uh, but that's only if she didn't like if she didn't get lost because she strayed from a path. Uh, if if she did, she would have to like prove that she's sorry before before another one reopens. Like if oh, she can yeah. get back on her own, then fine. But I'm not going to help out unless she she is repentful for stepping away from the path. Yeah, listen, I'm my inspiration are the Greco Roman gods. Um, we're petty motherfuckers. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> if you're going to, like, like if, if if you're a thief and you're like, fuck you, Hermes, Hermes is going to be like, bet. <laughs> <laughs> um? If you're in a library and you're like, fuck you, Athena, Athena's going to be like, haha, bet. <laughs> <laughs> Card catalogs will never work for you again. <laughs> exactly. Like, this is literally the plot to the Odyssey. <laughs> I mean, My man was like, you're not hey, wrong. Fuck you, Poseidon. And Poseidon was like, <laughs> bet. <laughs> oh, you, you think you don't need me? Have fun never getting home. You should have waited till you were on shore, Odysseus. Have fun. You don't say fuck you to someone in their own house. That's just mean. Exactly. You get everything you deserve after that. 
You run off from the path? <laughs> Good luck finding it. I mean, so she did leave the ocean to go on land, as I think what happened, which is why she, quote unquote, went missing and was found by the other undersea kingdom after that. Uh, do you define that as wandering from the path? Um, I mean, there are many paths that a person can take. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to go off about the Tao right now because it is 11 o'clock. Yes. And um, that is not the time to speak about the Tao, um, especially when I, I don't have a full understanding of Taoism on my best days. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, path path can be interpreted kind of loosely in that it's your path for life and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, exploration is technically following your own path. Um, I think it's a question of like to what end like did she go on on land to explore or did she go on land because she was like you can't tell me what to do i'm gonna go do my own thing i think it was curiosity yeah so so i would probably create a safe passage back home if she needed one Mm-hmm. all right briar what do you think hmm. how are you involved I feel like Briar's interested in also not causing any war or anything here. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel like she's definitely helping in some way. Um, even if it's just kind of helping to, helping with the Tarkin's path. Tarkinius. Tarkinius. That's what it was, right? Tarkinopolis was the city. <laughs> it's after midnight. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, like maybe helping to keep some of the more dangerous parts of the natural areas along the path at bay. Oh, you keep the sea serpents back. Yep. All right, yeah, I think I think uh, Sayama makes it home uh, before tensions can reach ahead between the Nautilian realm and uh, the Elestians. Uh, there's still some tension there, I think, and there's definitely some tension between the two undersea realms right now. Uh, because they kept the princess for quite some time. Uh, was it intentional? Not all the Indians don't know. Uh, but things are definitely on edge, if not uh, going to be splintering very soon. Okay. All right, Corey, your turn. Okay, um, I am gonna draw a thing, I'll put a thing on a map. You claiming that third island? (laughs) I am claiming this third island for my own, yes. The 
this third island, which is on these three, I guess. Um, is it a bird people? No, oh, I mean, some of them are bird people. Uh, they call themselves the Star Touched. They are a civilization of, uh, basically, uh, I'm thinking, like, Planes Touched kind of people. Like, mm -hmm. fey, like Changelings and Fae and Asimar and, and Tieflings and the like. So there's, like, no set shape for what they can become. Uh... They're all born, like, unique and of varying colors and uh, abilities. Some people have horns. Some people have, like, uh, plants growing out of them. Some people have wings. Some people have, like, strange markings and uh, like tails and all sorts of things. Basically any sort of mode of, of personhood. Um, and... They, they believe because of this and because they are so close to the sky that they have been um, blessed by the stars. And uh, they're kind of jerks about to everyone else, let's be real. Um, I think that they and, and Draken, or Draco have some tension there for sure. They're a little bit isolationist, I think. But yeah, go ahead, ask, ask away. What's their relationship to the university? Ooh, um, that's a very good question. I think that, uh, for the most part, they probably see themselves as knowing more than the university. Uh, so they, like, they don't send people there, right? There's probably the odd person who leaves to go learn more, uh, about the world and about the people below and, you know, attends the university. I think it's it's probably fairly rare, though. So he said things are tense with Draco. What are their relationship with the uh, civilization on the other floating island like? Uh, with your your, uh, your sky elves? Yeah. Yes, with um. my sky elves. <laughs> I think uh, things are distant. I think uh, the Star Touch will trade with them if need be. Uh, but, like, they're not great, they're not bad. Okay. There's not, like, any sort of non-aggression treaty, like, uh, your, the Sky Elves have with Draco, Draco, but, um, you know, they, they haven't aggressed at all. Mm hmm Alright, so, Kelsey, Briar, it is your turn. You can decide mm -hmm. what to do next. Um... I think I'm going to put some kind of like rural farming type area out here. So not a single farm, but like a kind of like collection of like different a farming community. Yeah, like a smallville of sorts. <laughs> oh my gosh, Peter. A little town, if you will. <laughs> yes, sure. Uh, what what crop are they best known for? Okay, um, I want to say some sort of grain, probably. 
near the river, which means it would also be a good area for, like, milling. <laughs> Who is the most famous person from that uh, farming community? It's not Superman before either you go there. <laughs> I wasn't saying it's anything. It's not Superman, it's his dad. <laughs> his name is John Lane. I mean, what? They call him Cannonball. <laughs> it's not going to be a superhero. <clears throat> Missed opportunity. Y'all want to make superheroes, y'all go, go ahead. Oh, I will. Don't worry. That's my next thing. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Come on. I want to say it's probably an, like uh, someone who's an artist. Okay. Um, I like it. Yes. Uh, okay. What do I want to go for, for with names? Alex. <laughs> Why? Just because we've been watching Desert Bus for a week straight? It was the first name of an artist I could think of. <laughs> and also nothing I do is straight, so. <laughs> True. True. It has been legitimately a week, though. Not yet. True. Oh, right. Friday. Tomorrow it'll have been a week. Naomi, I know how to count. Cattery. Siham, Takashi. Kateri is a nice name. Okay. What kind of art do, do they do? Uh, I want to say painting. Cool. Alright. Tarkinius, it is your All right. turn. Alright. home. Uh, funny you should say that, because I'm going to steal, uh, B3 and C3. I'm going to put a little, I'm going to put a little village, kind of like, right over here. And, and this village is protected by the, the snake of the river, the, the dragon of the river, um, who looks after them, and is a hero of sorts in the village, protecting them from any, any dangers that, that come forth. Mm-hmm. Let me get my superhero and Howl's moving castle. Hmm? No, not Howl. Um, Spirited away? Spirited away. So more river spirit than a... I mean, that is what eastern dragons are. Mm-hmm. Oh, just speak... I was confused because we were talking about superheroes <laughs> a minute ago, and I was like, are you going... I wasn't sure if you were going for Spirited Away or for something else. Both. I was also going for a superhero. He turns into, a, he can come onto the land as a person and be a hero. Okay. Oh, and be a person. Good to know. Yeah. Uh, so what do they protect the village from? Uh, sea monsters, mostly. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> there's sea monsters on the other side of the continent. No, no, no. There's more on this. So that side has like the sea serpents and stuff. This side has uh, Godzilla. Uh, oh. Godzilla <laughs> came on land and 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 the, the the river spirit was like, get out of here! And I punched it back. So this river. river spirit fights kaiju. Got it. Intruders, like invaders and that kind of stuff. Um, the pirates, because they are really close to Draco uh, for a good amount of the year. Um, so they do have to worry about piracy and all that stuff. 
Um, and the dragon is like, no, fuck you. I'm a water dragon. <laughs> water. <laughs> and also just like any anything that can, like drought, famine, all that stuff. It doesn't necessarily need to be a physical threat. It could be an environmental threat as well. Uh, protect them from flooding, all that stuff. What is the greatest thing that Dragon of the River has ever lost? Oh, gosh. Um, I think while it was busy fighting off, like, one intruder, um, it didn't realize its own strength. Like, this was really early on. It didn't realize its own strength. And, like, fully, like, like flooded the entire village, like, wiped out a good chunk of people, and it had to, like, help them rebuild, like, trust and 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 our and um infrastructure and all of that so like biggest thing it lost probably the trust of the people nice seems like life has its own way of deciding events thank you for listening to the third part of the just roll with it team's game of dwo boils our pantheon legends where we all watch the folly of humanity music by Ader 41 from pixabay you can find us at RollWithItAP on Twitter, Instagram, Coffee, Redbubble, and Blogspot, where we'll post updates about the podcast and transcriptions of the episode for accessibility purposes. You can find me, Peter, at the Chaotic Super on Twitter, itch.io, and Patreon. You can find Corey at InvulnerableTide on Twitter, the InvulnerableTide on Instagram, and at the InvulnerableTide.com. You can find Kelsey at Outlanderscaper on Twitter, Coffee, and Instagram. All these links will be in the description box for your ease. And on behalf of the entire Just Roll With It team, I hope that you come back in two weeks to see how Chaos finally takes control for good.